Welcome to It's About Him Ministries with Denise Robinson. It is my desire that you would be encouraged and inspired by this broadcast and that you would trust Jesus no matter what and believe him for the impossible. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Well, I thank God for another day. Also, I thank God for you listening. I appreciate your prayers and your financial support of this ministry. You may continue to send your prayer requests and donations to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. We accept contributions of any amount by PayPal or Venmo. I thank you in advance for your contributions and God bless you. Well, last week I spoke about lift up Jesus. Jesus was saying no one has descended or ascended to heaven, but him, the son of God, just like Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness so shall the son of man be lifted up. In Numbers 21, four through six, the Israelites were complaining against God and Moses that they brought them into the wilderness to die because there was no food or water. Water. So God sent a fiery uh, serpents because of their complaints and many of the people were bitten and died. And in verse seven of uh, Numbers 21, the people repented to God and Moses and asked that the serpents be removed. And if you look further in Numbers 21, eight and nine, the serpent, uh, the fiery serpent, uh, Moses, the Lord told Moses to set um, this serpent on a pole and that anyone who is bitten when they look at this, uh, this bronze serpent that was on the pole, they will be healed. They were, uh, they wouldn't be bitten anymore. They will look at it and live. And so the Israelites were protected from the bites of the serpents when they looked up on the bronze serpent. And similar, when we look upon Jesus, the one that has been lifted up for all mankind on Calvary for our, for our sins, hallelujah, we too are set free, healed, delivered, made alive and have eternal life. Praise God. And you know, this is also emphasized in John three sixteen, where Jesus says, who, whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. So this is just one of the reasons we lift Jesus up. I don't know about you, but I want eternal life with Jesus. I don't want to be lost. I don't want to go to hell. Hallelujah. When we lift up Jesus, we lift him up by our lifestyle. And this honors him. When our lifestyle aligns with the word of God and it points others to Jesus. You know, the thing that can hinder us from sharing Jesus, and I shared this last week, was fear or the lack of knowledge, the the lack of knowledge, meaning not knowing enough about this Jesus who we serve. So I encourage you, dig, read in that Bible, get in your word, study it. Hallelujah. You know, second Timothy 316 says all scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 
Don't you want to be a quilt? Hallelujah. For every good work. Ha, oh, my, my, my. According to 2 Timothy 2.15, he tells us to be diligent, to present ourselves, approved before God, a worker who does not need to be ashamed because we are rightly dividing the word of truth. So when we study that word and we memorize those scriptures and get it in our heart and apply it to our daily lives, it is good. It is good for our soul. It is good unto God. And it blesses us. Hallelujah. That we don't have to be ashamed. We don't have to be embarrassed because the truth shall set us free. Praise God. And you know, that leads us into um, our subject today. Why? Why do we serve? Do you Have you ever thought about that? Why do we serve? Why do we serve God? Why do we serve people? Well, let's look at, I'm going to give you some reasons why we serve. Hallelujah. And, um, and you know, sometimes we can serve with the wrong motives, but God wants us to serve him out of a pure heart. Praise God. So I'm going to ask this question. Is it possible to serve God for the wrong reasons? Yes. You know, some of you may think, well, as long as we're serving God, that's good. No, if you're serving God with the wrong reasons, if you feel like, well, God, if I do good for this person over here, then you're going to automatically bless me or you're required or obligated to bless me. No, that's the wrong reasons. God doesn't have to do anything and we don't manipulate God. And even if we wanted to, we couldn't. Hallelujah. God is so far above us. I mean, you know, we shouldn't even have that intent. Our desire should be to love God because he first loved us. Just love God because of the goodness of who he is. Praise God. But I just want to give us some, just some reasons to love God. I'm excited already. First of all, God loved us unconditionally, unconditionally. When we didn't even think about him, he loved us. He is so faithful to his promises. One thing we can count on, God cannot lie. He is not like man. God is just and merciful. He is a good God. Yes, he is good all the time. God wants the very best for his children. And unfortunately, everyone is not God's child. Hallelujah. Even though he created them, I mean, he allowed them to be born, praise God. Until you accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, then you can say you are the son or you are the daughter of God. So anyway, that's a whole nother teaching within itself. But God, he will help us in time of trouble. Hallelujah. He will never leave us nor forsake us. He promised us that we can count on him in the good times and we can count on him in the bad times. You know, sometimes Christians think that just because we're Christians, it's going to be good all the time. No, that is so far from the truth. God will help us. There will be problems. There will be struggles in our lives, but he is right there in the center of them to help us through them. And that's why we have hope. Is unlike the world. We have hope. We don't have to be cast down in fear or worry. We can believe that if we take this situation, this problem, this struggle, this pain to God, he will help us through it. Praise God. And he will because he is just. He is righteous. Hallelujah. Praise God. God sees all. He knows all. He's everywhere at the same time. We can go to him for anything and everything. He will reveal his will for our lives 
if we diligently seek and ask him, we can depend on that. We can trust him. He wants us to lean not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, in all our ways, acknowledge him and he will direct our path. But we have to believe, praise God, God is holy and worthy of all our praise. He is majestic. He is awesome. He is the creator of heaven and earth. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Just think, God made man from the dust of the earth and breathed life within him. Hallelujah. God's ways are so much higher than ours. He is glorious, magnificent. You know, I thank God personally because he is my healer. Hallelujah. My protector, my provider, my deliverer, and so much more. I can count on him. I can give you testimony after testimony how God has healed my my body or or healed people in my life, my family members or or healed them of diseases, dear God, even cancer. God is so good. There are, I mean there are so many reasons. I can just go on and on and on, but I want to give you uh, these are some of the reasons we can serve God, but there are so many others. And you know, what God has done for me, he may not have done for you and vice versa. God has done some awesome things in your life that he hasn't done in my life, but they're all good. And I'm just happy for them. So just continue to continue to serve God. It pays off. Hallelujah. But that's not why we're doing it. We're doing it because of who he is. Hallelujah. His goodness, his mercy, his grace, his love. Again, Let's look at why we should serve others. Why do we serve? I, you know, personally, I enjoy serving others literally, whether it's feeding them, giving them food, cooking for them, helping them, um, giving them money when they need it, when they don't have it. I mean, that just brings joy to me personally. And I don't do this so that people can say, oh, Donnie's did this or Donnie's did that. No, oftentimes I do things in secret. I do it anonymously so people don't even know it's me or if they know it's me, other people don't know that I did it. Praise God. So it is a privilege to serve others. Have you heard? It is better to give than to receive. It is God that blesses me. So I want to give those blessings back to others. Praise God. It's not for us to hoard it for ourselves, but to serve others. And when people see the love of God in us that we are giving because we want to be a blessing to them, when they see that love, that love of God, guess what? They know then that we are the sons and daughters of God by our love. And this is what blessed God because they see the glory in him and they want to come closer to God. And that's what it's about. It feels so good to do good. You know, uh, many times we can give and when you give with the intent that you're not expecting anybody to give you anything in return, it's just a good feeling, especially when you see the smiles of people, the joy, the contentment, the happiness. Oh my goodness, you can't do anything but be happy. I mean, it's a joy, it's a privilege. I mean, this is what I want to do just to live, to give, you know, it is a blessing. And you remember the principle, you reap what you sow. Well, 
If you reap good, guess what? Good comes back to you. If you reap bad, bad comes back to you. So we want to make sure that we're just giving, giving of ourselves. Now, you know, some of you may say, well, people can misuse you and take advantage of you. You know what? That's not my problem. That's between them and God. I just want to obey and do what I'm supposed to do. Now, sometimes God may lead me to bless this person and not that person because he knows the intent. He knows what they're going to do with the resources or maybe they're going to blow it or or get high or do something that they shouldn't do. So be led. God will lead you. Hallelujah. All you have to do is ask. And, you know, look for opportunities to be a blessing. It doesn't matter how or where or what, you know, God can use anything. You don't have to feel like you got to be rich to be able to bless somebody. Give somebody a smile and words of encouragement. God will bless you in the little things. That's how he wants us to be a blessing to other people. And then it can grow to bigger things. You may bless someone with a vehicle or, or, or various different things or pay on a house note. It's various different ways how we can be a blessing to other people, but it's a joy to bless people. Again, it's not for our glory, it's for the glory of God. And you know, sometimes we only want to bless people when it's convenient. God wants us to bless people when it's inconvenient. Sometimes you may have to take somebody home and it may be out of the way, but you know what? That's okay. You are blessed to have a vehicle to do that. So praise God. God will give us many different ways how to be creative in our sharing or our giving or our serving. Remember, God is about God. We want everything to go toward him to be glorified, not within ourselves. So let us be mindful of our motives when we serve others in God. Let us make sure our hearts are to please God. It is God that taught us how to serve. So when we serve others or serve God, we are giving that glory, that honor back to God. Hallelujah. Well, let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we honor you. We worship you. We thank you for giving us Jesus, who is that that ultimate example of serving, of serving to, of love. Praise God that he gave his life for us. He loved us first. Hallelujah. And through his love, we are able to serve and love others. So God, I pray that you will help us, help us to continue to generously give unselfishly, dear Heavenly Father, to give unconditionally as we do unto you, Lord. So help us in your Holy Son, Jesus name. Amen and amen. And remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him. Jesus. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I want you to take the coronavirus seriously, but I don't want it to steal your joy or cause you to fear. I will talk about how to overcome fear in the upcoming weeks. In the meantime, I want to leave you two scriptures. Second Timothy one and seven, it says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. Isaiah 26, three says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on you because he trusts you. So these are two promises God give, has given us. We don't have to be in fear. 
He will keep us in perfect peace whose mind has stayed on him. So God made this day and we are going to be glad. <laughs> We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Well, I appreciate your prayers and financial support of this ministry. You may continue to send your prayer requests and donations to it's about him ministries at gmail.com. We accept contributions of any amount by PayPal or Venmo. I thank you for your contributions in advance. Last week, I spoke about why do we serve? I talked about why we serve God and why we serve people. When we're serving God, I mentioned how it is possible to serve God for the wrong reasons. You may say, huh? Yes, if people are serving God to try to manipulate him uh, by doing certain acts of services or good works toward him or others to accomplish their own agendas, then this is the wrong reason. Although it is impossible, hallelujah, to manipulate God, I am sure that it will not stop people from trying. However, most people serve God for the right reasons. Hallelujah. So God first loved us and therefore... We love him in return. He loved us unconditionally. And this is what he wants. He wants us to love others unconditionally. And God will help us remember that in time of trouble, he has promised never to leave us nor to forsake us. And even in the situation with this virus going on, God will never leave us nor forsake us. So we can count on God in the good times and count on him in the bad times. Even in these times where people are being laid off from work or, or maybe they can't go to school and, or buy things in the store. God is righteous. He will take care of his children. He will take care of us. God sees all. He knows all. This did not come to him by surprise. So we don't have to fret or worry, praise God. And he will reveal himself to us as we diligently seek and ask him. We can trust that he will let us know, praise God. God is holy and worthy of all the praise. He is majestic and awesome. He is the creator of heaven and earth. So we can go to him for anything, for he is the finisher of our faith. So we don't have to wonder, okay, Lord, what am I to do now? Take it to him. Take it to him in prayer and leave it. Leave it at Jesus' feet. Just leave it there. You know, it's so easy to get worked up and in fear, but we have to know that God is with us. But I'm going to talk about that, like I said, in the upcoming few weeks, I'll be talking about that. But I want to focus on the serving because we have to have a right attitude about serving God and serving others. And so I just want to continue where I left off about serving. There are just some reasons why um, we serve God. Perhaps we serve him um, because, like I said, he first loved us, but we should serve him because we want to give him glory. We love him. We want to honor him. And there are so many reasons, hallelujah, that we can do this by our actions, by reading, studying the word, um, by just praising him, thanking him for what he's already done. You know, if God doesn't do anything else for me personally, he's done so much, so much I can thank him for. Praise God. 
He has saved me. He has healed me. He has filled me with his precious Holy Spirit. He has protected me. Hallelujah. Watched over me, provided for me. Praise God. He is just everything that I need him to be. I thank God for that. And that's why I serve him. And I challenge you to serve God. He is the only one, the only one who can help us especially in times like these. Now you might say, well, why do we serve other people? I enjoy personally serving other people. And when I say serving, I'm not talking about worshiping them. I'm talking about honoring God by serving others, by doing unto others how I want them to do unto me, by just blessing them. Hallelujah. They don't have to give me anything in return, just loving them as Christ loved me. And you know, people know we are the sons and daughters of God by our love especially those that mistreat us or those that, you know, that's wondering, why are they being nice to me when I've been mean to them? This gives honor to God. It's easy to do good when other people do good back to you, but is it easy to share love and to serve others when they're talking about you, when they're dogging you out? And I'm not saying be a, a, a floor mat to anyone, but all I'm just saying, show forth the love of Christ. And God will exalt you in due time. Praise God. You know, to me, it feels so good when I can bless people, when I can help them in a time of need. Um, again, not that they can say, oh, Donnie did this or Donnie did that. No, I don't want any glory. Oftentimes I bless people without anybody ever knowing or do things anonymously. You know, that's because God sees it, you know, and that's what makes it nice. When you know that you made a change in somebody's life for the good, it gives glory to God. You just brought the kingdom of God to that individual. So serving others bring joy, contentment, and happiness. You know, you heard that, um, that phrase, you reap what you sow. Well, when we give back, when we give to others, it comes back to us. So if you serve others in a good way, guess what? Others will serve you in a good way. If you serve evil, evil will come back to you. So we want to make sure that we do what is right, because you know what? You truly going to reap. We will reap what we sow. So we want to make sure that our act of service is pleasing and honoring unto God. Make sure when you serve others that you give for the right reasons. You don't give so they can give things back in return to you, you know, meaning that you only serve others so that you can give back, you can get back from them. That's not what you do. Praise God. God doesn't want us to do be like that. How many of you have given without looking for anything in return? Well, this is what God wants from us. He wants us to just be able to bless and not expect anything in return from people. You know, generally, sometimes people will give to people who they know that could do something for them. You know, maybe, you know, give them a raise or promotion or uh, somebody can give them a favor and things of that sort. Why don't you look for somebody who doesn't have any means um, as far as financially to bless in return? All they have maybe is a smile or a thank you. And that's enough. So let us be honest. Sometimes, like I said, we serve people when it's only beneficial or convenient for us. 
God wants us to have a lifestyle of giving and serving and blessing other people. What happens when it's inconvenient or it costs more money than you thought or more time than you thought? Will you stop serving people? God forbid. He wants us to continue to serve, but more than anything, he wants us to serve him. Hallelujah. And this is how we can serve others. We can allow them to have an opportunity to serve Christ. Tell them about how good God has been in your life, that they will come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. And that's the greatest service of all, that they become in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. So that's what we want. God would rather for us to do things in secret than to broadcast it and tell everyone God wants the glory, not us. It's not for us to get any glory. Serving God and serving man are wonderful, are good things to do. However, if there is ever a time when serving can be done a wrong way or in the wrong manner, we want to make sure that we avoid that. And I want to give you a, a biblical example of how two sisters served God and man. And this is a situation where both sisters served in different ways. One sister's service was better than the other sister. So let's look at Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. And I'm going to read this out of the New King James Version. It, version. it says, Now, it happened as they went that he entered a certain village and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. We're talking about Jesus here. And she had a sister called Mary who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving and approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore, tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed. And Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. You know, this is a situation where here Martha was anticipating Jesus' visit, planning dinner, and her and Mary probably talked ahead of time, hey, we're going to do this together and blah, 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 make sure it's ready when Jesus comes. But now Mary is at the foot of Jesus, at the feet of Jesus, and she's just taking in all his words and everything that he has to say. And Martha is just in the kitchen and working and she's upset. She's frustrated, maybe even resentful at Mary because Mary is not helping her and she's doing all of this, even though she's doing it for Jesus. And then she's wanted to be nice and probably the table set all perfect and everything. She wants everything just to be so, but she's concerned about the wrong thing. Yes, she's serving. Here she's serving Jesus. Here she wants to serve with a dinner, but, Mar but Mary, 
is at his feet. She's serving him by honoring him, by worshiping him, by taking in what he is saying. And Jesus is saying, there is only one thing needed. And the thing that's needed is what Mary is doing, is at his feet, is taking in what he's saying. And that's what's needed. Jesus is what's needed at this time. Even in this situation with this coronavirus, Jesus is the only needed thing. You know, some people felt that they need their jobs. They had to work. They have to do this, have to do that, have to get food, have to do that. The only thing you need right now is Jesus. Because if you have Jesus, you can get everything else. He will help you. He will aid you, show you how to do what you need to do. Without him, it's hopeless. That's why a lot of people, some people, believe it or not, in uh, 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 different countries are, are killing themselves just just because of all the stuff happening. You know, we can't be moved by the stock market. We can't be moved by what we see or don't see. We have to trust God. Be like Mary. The most important thing, the needed thing, the only needed thing right now, even in this world right now, is Jesus. And you know, my time went by so fast, but let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We honor you, dear Lord. We worship you, Lord. God, we thank you that you have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind, dear God. You said whose mind has stayed on you, you will keep in perfect peace. So Lord, we just thank you right now, regardless what's going on around us, that you will aid us. You will help us. God, you will give us wisdom what to do and what not to do. You will heal us. You will keep us whole, dear God. Lord, you said you will never leave us nor forsake us. So God, we just thank you right now in your holy son, Jesus name. Help us, help us to seek out you, dear God, diligently seek you, dear heavenly father, and honor you, dear God. Your son, Jesus, is the only needed thing. And we ask all these things in your holy son, Jesus name. And Lord, we just thank you. Let us not be moved by what we see. We honor you. We love you. We adore you this day. And God, we thank you. Remember, it is not about me. It is not about you. It's about him, Jesus. I trust you are blessed by this broadcast. I would like to hear from you. You can send your praise report or your prayer request to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. If you would like to partner with this ministry, you can send your contributions to It's About Him Ministries at gmail.com by way of PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. Remember, it's not about me. It's not about you. It's about him, Jesus. We've been coming to look at you, but it's about Jesus.